Hello and welcome everyone to the good, the bad, the ugly, the aviation maintenance industry. I am your host, Brian Wheels, and does something sound different? That's right, yet again, another mic. This time, the Shure SM7B microphone. The Procaster took a crap, and I had to get another one. In this little short podcast, we're kind of talking about what has happened with the podcast, things that have occurred, just kind of an update on things to expect moving forward. Coming up. Hello, everyone, and thank you again for tuning in to this very short kind of an update podcast. Again, I'm your host, Brian Wheels, and we're just kind of reviewing what has happened throughout the year since I started this podcast and what to expect moving forward. Some of you might think this is just another rant, and it might be. You might be perfectly right about that. But hey, what you're listening to right now is the Shure SM7B microphone. I had to update the microphone again. I started off with a Blue Yeti. Oh, I'm sorry. I actually started off with my phone first. When I started doing the podcast at the very beginning, that was all done on my phone. Then I got a USB Blue Yeti. Then I got another cheap microphone. And then I upgraded to the pod mic. And then I updated it to the Procaster. And the Procaster folks took a crap on me earlier in the week. So I said, you know what? I'm going through so many microphones. I want something that just sounds decent, right? Because I'm still working on the audio mixing stuff here. And you probably noticed some subtle differences in the the more recent podcasts as I'm trying to make changes. And I'm telling you, I'm trying to get like Joe Rogan, but I don't think I'm ever going to sound like Joe Rogan. And you know what? When it comes down to it, and I, I had this conversation with some listeners and my wife even, it doesn't have to sound like Joe Rogan. The premise of this podcast originated from me just venting, being frustrated in what I've been seeing going on in the aviation maintenance industry and helping me, I guess, my own little way, venting and making me feel like I'm getting off my chest. And then it turned into a really enjoyable thing for me. But it's hard not to get caught up in that, oh yeah, I want to sound like Joe Rogan. I want to sound like all these other great podcasters and such. Because I don't know. I guess it's just part of being human. You you want to not compete, but you want to always improve the quality and the the way that the podcast sounds. So anywho, to get back on point, the Procaster, the Rode Procaster took a crap. And now what you're listening to is the Shure SM7B. And I hope it sounds a little better. And I'd really appreciate it, actually, if anyone wants to drop me a line, let me know that, yeah, this sounds a lot more improved. So let's recap on what has been going on here in the podcast, okay? If I go back all the way down the line, all right, to the very beginning of things, we started off with the pilot episodes, part one and two of this podcast. And that was, of course, done with my phone. And it was done with my phone all the way up to pen, well, actually pencil whipping, which is episode four. I think that was still done with my phone. Yep. Was I banned? Podcast number two, the the first bonus podcast. I'm sorry, the second bonus podcast. Uh, the 787 Heathrow, uh, landing gear collapse. That was a phone episode five, the line versus the hanger. I think that was the first one with the blue Yeti USB mic. You know, let's highlight, let's just make this simple. Let's highlight some of the cool podcasts that I enjoy doing. Okay. I enjoy doing all of them, but the ones that really stood out to me, let me go down the list here. Uh, the best. Oh yeah. Number two of the best and worst gate calls bonus podcast. Number three. I really enjoyed that. Oh, yes, United Airlines, bad decisions and my way of fixing the BS. That was on 63021. That was a good one. Actually, that was one of my more ranty 
venting cursey type of podcast. Episode six, mechanics versus crew. That was a good one. Episode seven was a mechanics voice and why management should listen. That is kind of my, the premise podcast, I guess. When people ask me, it's like, hey, you know, we're having issues with our supervisors, our managers. What can we do about it? Episode seven is really the pinnacle podcast that kind of just says, hey, you have a crappy manager, you have a crappy supervisor. This is what I've had to deal with. This is what I recommend you to do. I really, really enjoyed doing episode seven. And let's see, we have PSA, the public service announcement podcast number two. That was in August. Uh, Unruly passengers have me ticked. That was another kind of event. Screw you bad passengers for being being idiots. And the new aircraft tech talk segment, the very first one was on August 11th. That by far was one of the most popular podcasts that I had. That thing exploded. And you know what? Coming next month on December 8th, the second Wednesday of December is the second aircraft tech talk segment. And I hope that is as popular as the first one was. And I'll tell you what, I was kind of on the fence of even doing a new type of takeaway a segment for this podcast. The aircraft tech talk segment was very was a very good one. We're having a second aircraft tech talk segment on the 8th of December. That's the second Wednesday of next month. And I'm really hoping that you guys enjoy that as well. Uh, let's see here. Episode eight, listener questions. Answer number two was pretty good. Oh, you know what? I cannot forget the first expose podcast, Allegiant Airlines, shenanigans at its finest. That one had been in the works literally for months, and I kept on pushing it off, pushing it off, pushing it off. That one actually exceeded the Aircraft Tech Talk. That one has by far surpassed the first Aircraft Tech Talk in popularity. Allegiant Airlines Shenanigans Ads Finest was an amazingly fun podcast to do, and I like being able to expose because, again, I want folks to know what's really happening. None of these airlines, they're going to tell you the truth. None of them are. But they're going to put out PR, this happy-go-lucky, hold-hand, sing-kumbaya bullshit. But they're not going to tell you exactly how they operate. That's why I'm here. Allegiant Airlines, Shenanigans at its Finest, was a fantastic and very fun podcast to do. And then shortly thereafter, American Airlines f***ed up. It was fun doing all these podcasts. But at the same time, like when I was doing the Allegiant Airlines expose podcast, stuff really got me mad also. And then American Airlines got caught pulling shit. That got me mad, although it was fun doing the podcast. It still, it got me mad what they were doing. Was the one aircraft either, it flew for 800-something days. I think it was 877 days with an in-op emergency slide. And people had no clue. The flying public, they had no clue, except if something were to have happened with that aircraft and that slide did not deploy because American Airlines, they covered it up. And every airline, folks, covers it up. It's just American was stupid and they got caught. You know what the similarity is between my first expose, which was Allegiant Airlines, and the second one, which was American Airlines, is that, okay, first in Allegiant, you had a handful of good FAA inspectors that were trying to do the right thing, and they got pushed around, and they actually just kind of disappeared. But with American Airlines, you had inspectors, and I forget the exact how many number of inspectors are assigned to American Airlines, but... A lot of them who were interviewed by the Department of Transportation said that they had little to no training on how to do auditing. You know, it was a whole backstory to that. And I recommend if you haven't listened to that podcast, you should. But the similarity between both the Allegiant Airlines Expose podcast and the American Airlines Expose podcast was the Department of Transportation. 
the DOT folks, I think that they should be given the FAA's duties. I think at this point, the FAA should just be dissolved. They're no longer doing their job. They're struggling between trying to enforce the FARs, the rules, the policies, the regulations. And on the other spectrum, they don't want to. They will tell you, oh, yeah, our job is hard. We're struggling with trying to promote airlines and also enforce the rules. The DOT, they don't care. The DOT has admonished the FAA and these airlines repeatedly, and they are fed up. You can tell on how they write the reports that they're really upset. I mean, that's the similarity is the DOT, I think, should be taking over the uh, FAA's duties. The DOT, to me, seems like they actually care. And I think they would do a better job. I mean, if you've ever read their reports, they go after these idiots and they don't really hold much back. They'll say it the way it is. Yeah, I think dissolve the FAA. Not only are they in cahoots with these airlines, but they're making excuses. In the Department of Transportation, they're like, why are you guys continuing making excuses? We just went over this with Allegiant, and now you're doing it again with American. It's so wacky. And I do have people, they say, hey, Brian, how are we going to prevent this? How can we really enact a change? Well, first, write your congressman, write your senator, inform them. Hell, tell them to listen to my podcast. Write your congressman, write your senator, tell them that aviation needs to change. You need to shut these assholes down and totally revamp these companies. Hell, hire me. I will start at the ground floor. I will clean house and we will do it right. But you know what the problem is if I took over this stuff is that they would not be anywhere making as much money as they do now because I'd be spending money on things that count, running safe, efficient airlines and companies. So yeah, they want to be making all the billions of dollars that they do. They will probably lose money under my leadership, but they're going to be losing money because I'm going to be making improvements. I'm going to ensure that the safety, the quality, the efficiency of these airlines is in check. So yeah, I would spend money, but I'm not going to get off on that. Yeah, I think the Department of Transportation needs to take over the FAA's duties. They need to just dissolve the FAA. And we thought that after the MAX issues, when Congress told the FAA to clean house, that things were going to change. But obviously, they're not because American Airlines is the most recent example of covering things up. And you know what really bugs me with the American Airlines issue? So their SMS, I I spoke a lot about that in that podcast about SMS, safety management system, which every company should have in place. And actually, the FAA does require it. And American Airlines used the SMS to cover up their mistakes. So let's recap on this. Safety management system. It's got classifications of any incidents or occurrences that occur within that company. And then they give it a threat level, okay? At which level is the highest that it affects safety? What American Airlines did when they find out, for example, this emergency exit slide that was in op for 800 some days and the plane continued to fly in revenue service, what they did is they got together internally and they decided, well, how can we lessen the impact of this? Now someone blew the whistle on it. How can we lessen the impact? Because remember, at a certain point in which the threat of safety gets high enough per the SMS policy, they have to notify the upper echelon of management, executive management within that company. And then the feds, they catch wind of it. Obviously, American Airlines, the lower level guys, they went through great lengths to ensure that if they were to hide this issue under a lower classification of their safety management system, that one, their executives on top would not know about it. And two, the feds would not know about it. But look how it backfired because now everyone knows about it. If you're listening to my podcast, as you should, <laughs> you, you know about it. 
So there was intention behind covering it up, just like Allegiant, just like a lot of these ass clowns that are running these companies. There's intentional behavior to cover things up so things don't get caught. Are those really the people that you want running these companies, these airlines, people who are intentionally getting together and finding out, okay, what scenarios can we play out and how do we prevent too much PR damage, et cetera, et cetera. If they really cared about safety, if they really cared about, yeah, we want you to be safe every single time you fly on your aircraft, they wouldn't go to such great lengths to collude with each other and how they can get out of trouble, how they can minimize the impact. If they really cared about your safety, they wouldn't do that, but yet they are. So think about that. And when you write me in, say, oh, airlines are perfectly safe. These companies are perfectly safe. You're just picking on them. No, I'm not. Because why would they, why with intent would they get together and would they minimize the SMS level on this one occurrence at American Airlines? There was others so that the higher up executives do not know about it. And the FAA doesn't know about it. And of course, in the back of their minds, they do not want the public to know about these things. Well, the same thing with American Airlines. They had mechanics that were caught using uncalibrated tools or simply lying about performing work on aircraft. And yeah, I'm an advocate for mechanics, but I am not an advocate for bad mechanics. And you've heard me bash bad mechanics before. I, there's no holes barred with me. I'll go after management. I'll go after bad mechanics. But as a whole, I do back them up. But in this case, I do not. They, they lied about it. They were using uncalibrated tooling. They were illegally signing off paperwork on work that had not been done. There was a whole skew of things that were going on. You know, yes, there are bad mechanics. There are bad mechanics in aviation. And they deserve what's coming to them. But there's also good mechanics that their intentions, I guess you could say, were good, but they were coerced or strong-armed or they were facing some sort of retaliatory action. And so they wanted to not lose their jobs. Okay, I'm the bad manager. I'm the bad supervisor. And I'm telling you, forego that RON check. Just sign it off. And I'm telling you, the mechanic, just sign it off. And you kind of either tell me, nah, I'm not really comfortable with that. Or you give me a look and I say, you know what? I know that you have three children and a wife and a mortgage to pay. I'm going to fire you if you don't. What are you going to think? You're going to be like, oh shit, he's right. I have three kids. I have a mortgage to pay. I got to put a roof over their head, foods in their stomach, clothes on their back. Oh man, this guy's serious about firing me for this. That's a shitty situation to be put in. You know what? Yeah, you could be the best mechanic there is, but you're human, right? You're struggling with pressures and stressors, which are human factors. It's not always that easy just to blame the mechanic outright. But in these American Airlines examples that I went through on that, that episode, those mechanics purposely did use uncalibrated equipment. They purposely did forego maintenance work on aircraft and sign it off as good. Those are examples of bad mechanics. And I'm not saying that there was a human factor involved with those, but just knowing that they use uncalibrated tooling because every good mechanic knows that you check the calibration date on a calibrated tool. If it's uncalibrated, you turn it back in to be sent off and you get a calibrated tool. If you don't have a calibrated tool, you, you don't do the freaking work. You know? And believe me, folks, I've had people call me Barney Five Dudley Do Right. I am that guy who says, you know what? Yeah, we have 18 RONs and I'm going to do the RON check as it's supposed to be done. Yeah, I'm that guy. You can tease me all you want. I really don't give a shit. Anywho, I kind of got off, off point here. That's the thing about these unscripted podcasts that I do. I kind of get off on tangents. I apologize to you folks. So yeah, we had uh, Allegiant Airlines, the Shenanigans at its finest podcast followed shortly after the American Airlines Expose podcast. And now 
Let's talk about American Airlines and their flight attendants getting premium holiday pay. So American Airlines, right? They that you can listen to the podcast more in depth on this. They decide to give upwards to 300% increase for their holiday pay to flight attendants. I mean, that's great. On that podcast, I went into why that's also not a great idea. That does nothing but lowers morale. It causes discontent within your workforce. That was a stupid thing to do. But American Airlines is run by stupid people. So what do you expect? A lot of the airlines are saying, oh, it's our shortage of flight attendants only that is causing this problem. You got a shortage of pilots. You got a shortage of ground crew and rampers. You have a shortage of mechanics. There's more than just, oh, a shortage of flight attendants. Give me a f***ing break. What else is going on here? I Oh, I canceled for maintenance podcast. For those of you who aren't aware, I've talked to the canceled for maintenance guys and uh, we really want to do a collaborative podcast, but they're very busy. They've got a lot of stuff going on. I've got stuff going on. So it's still in the works. We're still going to do a collaborative podcast. And I love those guys. They're just an awesome bunch of fellas. But also coming up into the new year, I am going to be having a guest co-host, Gareth. He is an A&P over in the EU. Fantastic guy. And he's much like me. He's a safety advocate, a big safety advocate for aviation maintenance. I actually met up with him, uh, I don't know, was it a month and a half? No, maybe it was two months ago. And uh, him and I had our first on-air behind-the-scenes chat, and he agreed that he would love to be a a guest co-host on this podcast. And he's got some awesome stories. He's got some great things that he wants to share. So that's going to be coming up in the new year. Hopefully this next year brings about some betterment for the industry. I'd love to be positive in thinking that. Things have changed. I mean, look at this year with COVID. I mean, it has brought the industry to its knees. I'm not just talking about aviation maintenance. I'm talking about the industry as a whole. And the recovery period is going to be long. It's going to take, you know, two, maybe two and a half, maybe three years to recover fully. But even in that, you're going to see more safety issues within aviation, I believe. Because already we know that companies, they're cutting back on everything. They're terminating people left and right. It's like maintenance is no longer a priority. It hasn't been a priority for many years, but even more so now. Keep the aircraft out there as long as you can. You know, if it piles up with MELs and issues, well, that's fine. We'll find a way to, to cover it up. We'll find a way to hide it. Yeah, until I catch on. And then I'm going to expose you for the bullshit people you are. That's right, bad companies. The FAA is still picking and choosing who they want to enforce on. And before I forget, another very interesting podcast for me is the story of 9874 Alpha Alpha, an ex-American Airlines 727 that was gifted to the Museum of Flight in Washington. The Museum of Flight then acquired the first 727-100 prototype that Boeing built, and they put uh, 874 out in pasture. Another museum in the Midwest, they asked for the aircraft. The Museum of Flight transferred it to them. And on November 11th, The aircraft was scrapped. I believe it was on 11th. It was all of a sudden scrapped. This is a really, really interesting story. And again, it does expose some shady behavior. And I'm looking forward to getting that podcast out to you folks. You should uh, stay tuned for that. It's the story of Niner 874 Alpha Alpha. That's going to be a very interesting podcast. As far as the recording of stuff goes, I've been going back and forth. I mean, I've had so many mic problems and this audio EQing takes a lot of learning, a lot of effort. But yeah, that just kind of wraps it up, what's going on, uh, what has happened. I've really enjoyed everything thus far. It's been very, very awesome. Oh, another podcast I'm looking forward to getting out there 
It's called, Is Your GenFam Instructor Blowing Smoke, Debunking the Smoke and Mirrors? That's a cool one. Because I have a few stories from folks about bad GenFam instructors, people who are teaching totally wrong information and just straight up bullshit. That's going to be a really good one. And another one I have in the future works here is maintenance really the reason behind flight delays and cancellations. Also, I have one in the works called being a good aviation manager and being a bad one. The difference, hints, and tips. And another one that I'm really excited about is an aircraft mechanics liability and the consequences. That one's going to be a real eye-opener for many people. So there are some stuff in the works here. And in between things, I'm going to be popping in here with a a rant like this or just kind of catch you folks up. So I'm going to sign off here, folks. So (laughs) you you can digest this as another, you know, Brian Wheels rant or whatever you want to. But as always, everybody, if you have any questions, thoughts, concerns, or if you want to share your stories or experiences live on the podcast, reach out to me, APMechanicPodcast at AOL.com, or you can find me on Twitter at GoodBadUgly underscore AMP. I'm also on Facebook, GoodBadUglyAP, one word, second Wednesday of each month, a new podcast episode airs. December 8th of next month is the new one, and that's going to be the second Aircraft Tech Talk episode. So yeah, really, really appreciate you guys tuning in. Hope I didn't bore you too much. Until next time, everyone, take care and be safe. We'll see you.